Welcome to Breaking the Underdog Curse for Chiropractors. I'm your host, Dr. Don McDonald, author of the best-selling book, The Underdog Curse. We give vitalistic chiropractors a chance to learn from the best around the world, discovering how they overcame their challenges and achieved success. In order for chiropractic to thrive, we must have thriving chiropractors. Now listen up, it's time to crush the curse. Hello, podcast listeners. If you want to get your practice to move a little bit further away from pain and more into the vitality model, please check out our Vitality Shift program. Uh, you can find it at www.thevitalityshift.com. We only open it a couple times a year. So if you go there currently, it's not open, but you can register for the um, waiting list. And then you can look through the program as well to see what's all what it's all about. We'll probably be opening it in January. So again, that's thevitalityshift.com. Let's get back to the show. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Breaking the Underdog Curse for Vitalistic Chiropractors. This is Dr. Don McDonald, your host. And today, I decided to just go down to South America and hang out in Chile for a while with, uh, with uh, a friend I just met at Cairo Europe, Dr. Jorge Campos. And he's in Chile, has two practices down there. Um, uh, he practices most of the time in a, in a really nice city uh, or a nice uh, beach town with lots of nice sun and he loves the nice weather. Um, I don't blame him either because here in Canada it's starting to snow and it's getting horrible. And uh, he's, a he's a fellow Palmer grad and, uh, and so I'd like to welcome you to the podcast, Dr. Jorge. Hey Don, how you doing? Thank you for having me over. It's awesome. So. Um, I'd like to start off, it was funny, we were in, in Cairo, Europe, and, uh, and I met you um, just hanging out actually first in Brandy's class, like you're, you're listening to Brandy speak, and then, we, uh, and then we went after out for uh, dinner with that speaker's dinner, and, and you helped us with the cab and everything, speaking Spanish and being our, uh, our translator, so thanks to you, we got to the dinner um, without getting lost. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun, that was fun, it was really fun, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was great. And have, had that been your first car year or had you been to a few? That was my first car year, but I think it was uh, yours too, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, It was a really, really cool experience. So, and it was really nice because we got to meet, like, obviously, chiropractors from all over the world. So, I think that's a really cool thing about that event is there's so many different countries that are represented at that event. So. Oh, absolutely. And it was the first time that people from Chile went to Cairo, Europe. Uh, so thank you to Mark Hudson for the invitation. You were able to make it there. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's a very influential man for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And such an amazing event too. So, so why don't we go back and um, because again, you're practicing in Chile, you went to Palmer. How, how did you find out about chiropractic in the very first place? Where did you grow up? Oh yeah, my story is actually pretty cool. Um, what happened is uh, I was living at the time in Santiago, Chile, and a very, very good friend of mine, he's from the United States, his name is, uh, his name is Stephen Eller, and what happened is his dad was a chiropractor from the U.S. in California, and his dad came to Chile, and uh, we met him, and he was a very, very nice man, and uh, during that time, too, I had a problem with... Um, Spondylolisthesis, you know, I was 19 years old, I, I was playing basketball, doing martial arts, and, and that was really, really hurting and, and bothering me. So after I discovered chiropractic through Dr. Erler, who was just visiting, I just fell in love with it. And he was very kind and said, you know what, if you really like this, you should become a chiropractor. And I was like, yeah, but I'm here in Chile, there are no schools of chiropractic in Chile. I'm talking about year 2000. Yeah. Um, and he said, well, you should come over to the United States. And I was like, well, have you ever seen the prices over there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So, uh, and plus, you know, I wasn't an American citizen or anything like that. So, so he was very kind and said, you know what, if you really want this, you can do it. I offer you my home and you can stay with us and we'll, we'll feed you and you take care of the rest if you really want to become a chiropractor. So I thought about that offer for a long time and, and finally I was like, you know what, I got to do this. So I just uh, saved a little bit of money and I moved to the United States with all the money I had and I just took it from there. Um, I worked really hard, of course. Uh, sadly, during my first, I don't know, like four or five years of school, I didn't have any student loans because I was a foreigner there. So I, I, I worked a lot. I got really good grades too, so, so I got a few scholarships. Yeah, and, and also I I worked extra. Like uh, I always tell I always tell this story uh, because I, I I don't know it might motivate someone, but there's a saying in Spanish. Like, I think it's the same in English that you say that cost me sweat, tears, and blood. Yeah, um, we have the same saying in, in Spanish, and and chiropractic did that for me. Uh, I was absolutely broke. And many times I, I did cry because I was so broke and I wanted to see my family, for example. Yeah. But I had, the, I had the choice to either go see my family in Chile and pay for a plane ticket or pay for another semester of school. So right. I, didn't, I didn't see my family for four years. Wow. Um, also, uh, sweat because I, I had to work a lot. Uh, and, and, and blood because I actually discovered that you can sell plasma in the United States. And, oh, I did that too. <laughs> Yeah. Did you do that in, Dav I, in Davenport? Yeah, but I did it twice a month uh, in two okay. different locations, so I could get extra, <laughs> so I could get extra cash to eat. You know, like I know, I know you guys did it to to get a drink on the weekend or something like that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but uh, but uh, myself, I did that to put uh, food in my fridge. Right. So um, so so yeah, I mean, chiropractic really cost cost me um, sweat, blood, and tears, but uh, I'm glad I did it. I do not regret it at all. Definitely. So, so this chiropractor you met, he, you said he was from California, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get to Palmer then if he's in California? Uh, I went to a community college there in California. Uh, oh, okay. and, and then I got really good grades in the community college. So I, then I got a scholarship, a full scholarship to go to Texas A&M. So uh -huh. I got my undergrad in Texas A&M. And then finally from Texas A&M, I moved to Palmer. Okay. Now, how did you pick Palmer? That's uh, that's, is that where he went or? First of all, he was a Palmer grad. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he loved Palmer. So uh, that's why number one, I picked it. Uh, once I was there, I was like, what am I doing here? You know, especially during the winter time. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I, I teased them because all the students, I called them all wussy because we're from Canada. So like that was a mild winter for us down there. And I'm like, you guys are wussy. You can't handle the snow. <laughs> yeah. Well, not for me, not for me. I know. For sure. I know. <laughs> and, um, and, but then, you know, being there and you don't really, what is sad for me, I never really appreciated what I had until I left. Yes. Because I will probably, we'll talk more about it during the podcast, but uh, I fell in love with chiropractic after school, even though I went to the U S to, to become a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't really understand what it was all about until I started practicing. Right. So, so, and then when I was practicing, I was like, wow. So, you know, Beach's house was there, uh, all the history of chiropractic was there. And I started to realize how, how blessed I was to, to be there and see all of that. Yeah. And it's, it's, and again, even though, you know, we, we, we might be, um, 
dying inside of the way that the Palmer's going in general, <laughs> no matter what. Um, yeah. Going back, we went back last summer I, and I took Brandy there for the very first time to show around to Davenport. And like we had, an, we had a blast. We had an amazing time. And it was just, just, and once you go there, no matter what, you're still proud of Palm, Palmer proud. Like it's still, you're still proud of being from that school. And, and just the energy of walking in the halls is just pretty, pretty amazing. So have, have you had a chance to get back since you graduated? Uh, yeah, many, many times, many times. And, and next year should be my 10 year reunion. So I'm definitely there too. Oh, sweet. No, that's yeah, cool. I, I, I left some dear friends over there. So every time I go to the US, I usually stop by Chicago and Palmer. And yeah, yeah. I, I, I try to go there often. Oh, that's awesome. So, so tell me a little bit about that. So you, you went, you went through school. So for school for you, like, like you said, you just worked your brains out. So, so how was your experience at Palmer? It was a good experience, definitely a good experience. Um, especially, well, the, my favorite classes by far were, were technique classes. Yeah. Uh, I'm a really hands-on guy. So, so the, the technique teachers were amazing there and, and I had a great time uh, learning chiropractic uh, through them. And, and also just experience to be there. And like I said, I was so touched when I was on Brady Street and then I saw the sign where the first chiropractic adjustment happened, like the building. Yeah. Uh, that, that was pretty amazing to me uh, to actually be there and be part of the, the history. So um, it was a good experience. It was a good experience. But uh, my favorite by far, because I had a really hands-on guy, was the technique uh, department at Palmer. I learned a lot from those doctors. That's awesome. Now, you said that, uh, so like right after you graduated, did you end up going back home or what did you do right after graduation? Oh yeah, that, that was the goal. That was the goal and the promise. Like uh, when I talked to Dr. Eller, he said, hey, you know, you should be a chiropractor, but don't stay, like go back because people really need it in Chile. Yeah. And, and when I arrived to Chile, uh, there were, I would say about six chiropractors uh, from the United States working in Chile. In the whole uh, country, in the whole country for about eighteen million people, oh, and geez. and they just started a program for uh, in Chile for chiropractors when I just arrived. Mm. Um, it it is a program that they it was set by the World Federation of Chiropractic and they they teach chiropractic to physical therapists. So oh. they go to school as a physical therapist and then they do two and a half years of a school more and and they become chiropractors in Chile. Okay. So, but from the U.S., uh, only six when I got here. Only six. Now, now, tell me that little transition. How you said that you didn't really understand fully what chiropractic was until you actually got into practice. So, when you came oh. out, like again, I was the same. Where you kind of come out and maybe you're just maybe more like either symptom based or or conditions based. Like what what was your mm -hmm. mindset coming out, and then what was that that transformed you? Oh yeah, lesson. absolutely. And I, I can gladly tell you that story because it's kind of sad <laughs> and funny <laughs> at the same time. Um, I got to Chile and I, first of all, I, I met this really, really nice um, educational brochures and yeah. uh, I went outside the banks and the malls and supermarket and, and I probably gave, gave away, I'm not kidding, maybe like two to 3,000 of those by, by hand myself. Wow. And, and out of out of that, I probably got like maybe four patients. <laughs> wow! Yeah. So it was it was so sad for me to walk, you know, on the streets and see my my brochures on the floor on the trash can. <laughs> yeah. So so not very effective. Uh, I did not know that. Now I know. But um, so, anyways, I, I get these these new patients and and they come in, 
And the first thing they, they, they realized is uh, there was this diploma that said doctor. It was all in English, but the, the word doctor is the same in Spanish as in English. Yeah. So they looked at me and they say, how come you're not wearing a white coat? You're a doctor. And I was like, should I? And it's like, yeah, I mean, you're a doctor and, and you're in Chile and you're in the health, healthcare profession, right? And I, I was like, well, I guess these people are right. So I went to the store and got myself a white coat. And, <laughs> and, what, and while I was wearing my white coat, I realized that the kids that came to the office started crying as soon as they saw me. Uh, I realized that uh, after adjusting someone, they would be like, okay, so what pills should I take now? Do you have any medication for me now? So right. I was like, oh, I do not like the effect of the white coat. So it only, <laughs> you know, it only lasted for like three weeks and, and, I, and I took it off. <laughs> but um, what happened for the first, I would say maybe three months, I was honestly suffering. Uh, I was seeing about four to five people a day. So that's enough just to buy food. Great. And, and I was thinking, you know, what am I doing wrong? And, and I contacted a bunch of people and, and well, not a whole lot, but, but quite a few people in the profession that, you know, chiropractors that you see on Facebook that they, they think that they are very successful yeah. or, and, um, and when I contact them, they all were like, Oh, well, yeah, if you want to be successful, you need to buy my book or you need to come to my examiner. And I was like, dude, I barely have enough money to eat. I cannot travel from Chile to the U.S. to go to your seminar. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so, so I was a little bit disappointed on that. And, yeah. um, and looking for answers, I got to uh, Dr. Sigafus's uh, writings and, and also later on, on Zig Talks, you know, that another really good podcast. Yeah. And when I started listening to that, I, I started listening to the philosophy of chiropractic again, or actually understanding it, you know, getting in this vitalistic part of chiropractic. And it started making so much sense. So I started just repeating what I was hearing uh, and, and knowing that it was right. So I went to a couple of radio stations and and from being symptoms based, you know, like I, I used to go to the radio stations and yeah, talk about back pain or headaches. Right. And then and then going to the radio stations and talking about life, the nervous system, expressing yourself better, yeah. making making your life better, uh, and also talking with uh, conviction and passion. Boom! The practice started growing like insanely. Like, and now I have. I mean, I, and I, don't, I do not say with arrogance, but I do have the largest practice in the country. Like, we see more people than anybody else. Uh, well, I'm, I, I don't know if it's just a fact, but I know from what I've been told that, that we are. So, and it is because of that. It's because, you know, we're passionate about what we do. Uh, we have a purpose. We do not replicate uh, services, you know, we just offer chiropractic, nothing else. That was the other thing too. Like I came to a country where I was a chiropractor, a new profession. So Great. if I started to do other things from other professions, I was going to get killed. I actually... Um, my first week here, some people call to the radio and complain. It's like, hey, why is this guy talking about like this stuff uh, if he's not a physical therapist? Oh, and wow. now that I think about that complaint, the dude is completely right, you know, because I was talking about pain and exercises and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's what they do. And I was invading their territory. So right. it's um, true. It's like get into your own lane, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And especially in a country where there are no laws and no regulations because right. um, chiropractic in Chile is, we call it a legal. What, what, what I mean by that is like, you can practice this. You're, you're not going to go to jail. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's not regulated. So if you do something that is not right, you could get a, a, a civil, um, you can get sued on, on a civil court or stuff like that. So I don't want to go through that. 
Right. So I just decided to stick to my guns and, and just do chiropractic only. And that was all I needed really. And, and since then, I, I, I've been extremely happy and, and very, very blessed. That's cool. Now, um, how's it grown? So what, what, how's like, that was how uh, chiropractic was like in Chile back then. What, how is it now? Like, is there more than six chiropractors that are trained outside? Uh, right now there are about, I, I've been told that there are about 12 chiropractors from the U S wow. Sadly, since it is, it is illegal, you have super amazing chiropractors changing lives and you have others doing colon cleansings, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Closing your booty and cleaning your colon in their office. No, really, I'm not kidding you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, because that's the thing with chiropractic. It's like you, you add chiropractic next to anything you want. And, and you know, like. I guess that's a different, I was thinking that's a different philosophy. That's more like down, up, inside out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Up, down, inside out. Totally inversed. Absolutely. <laughs> so. So we have about 12 chiropractors from, from the U.S. And also the, the Chilean program has uh, graduated about, I'm thinking about 150 Chilean chiropractors. Yeah. And I don't know if you ever seen the, the video, has had to start a movement. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. The second if, follower. If you guys yeah. If, if, you, yeah. if you guys haven't seen that video, get on YouTube and look how to start a movement. One of the best videos ever. Yeah. So once I became a, a, a vitalistic chiropractor, uh, I, you know, you, you, you kind of become like a missionary. That's why they make fun of us and they tell you that you're religious and all this stuff because you really want to share this stuff with people. And especially right, just because you're excited about it, they call you that. Yeah, <laughs> and you start getting so much abundance in your life that you want to share that abundance. So, so I was this crazy man in Chile, like talking about vitalistic chiropractic, like crazy. And I started to tell them, everybody, hey, it's not about back pain and, and musculoskeletal conditions, it's way more. And of course, I'll be like, you know, turned down. It's like, oh, yeah, this crazy dude. And he went to Palmer. He thinks he's better than us, blah, blah, blah. And suddenly, I get this guy that I love, and his name is Emilio. He's a Chilean chiropractor. Okay. And he starts listening to me, and he gets the big idea. And he was very well respected among his colleagues. And, and people were like, hey, if Emilio's listening to this guy, you know, this guy actually might have something interesting to say. And boom, the ball got rolling and rolling. And now we have about, I would say about 40 to 45 vitalistic chiropractors working in Chile, which is awesome. They have, so thri- cool. they have thriving offices and, and I'm very proud of all of them. That's cool. So for people who haven't seen that video on how to create a movement, you have a crazy guy dancing all by himself, right? And he's just like giving that was her. Me. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, he's just <laughs> having a good old time dancing, rocking it out. And everyone's just watching the crazy guy. And, and it all changes when one other little guy comes up and starts dancing beside him. And then as soon as that happens, like everybody just starts like coming in like a maniac. So, so if you haven't had a chance to listen, look it on YouTube, look it up, but that's hilarious. So that's such a good visual. So thank goodness you got your first follower. That was great. <laughs> yeah. And a really, really good one for sure. For sure. I really love that guy. That's awesome. So, so when you first started, like when you kind of shifted your, your focus to more vitalistic chiropractic, um, what, how did you, how did you grow your practice from that point? Cause I know, uh, I know a lot of us, I was just, uh, Dr. Peter Amlinger, we just interviewed last week and he's talking about, you know, once you're on fire, you just attract everybody towards you, but there, there's also some stuff you have to do as well. Yeah. What, what well, you- one thing that I heard, uh, a couple months ago that it really hit me and, and, and it made me realize what happened to me. It's like, People don't come to see you because of what you do. Mm-hmm. They come to see you why you do it. Right. They, they, and, and, and patients started telling me, dude, you really love this. Like, I've never seen a person so happy at work. They tell me that. 
because I, I am happy. Like I, I have music in my office going on, yeah. dancing in between rooms, uh, always smiling. Uh, since we're a touchy culture, giving hugs after the adjustment. Um, so people tell me, dude, you're a very happy person doing what you what you do. I can tell you love it. So so people see that and it's like, yeah, this this is the guy. I mean, he he really likes what he does. And and once I started doing that, and it wasn't fake, that's the other thing. It's not like, oh, I'm gonna pretend that I like this or I'm gonna pretend to bad people and I don't care. Yeah. It was absolutely real. So when people started seeing that, the, the growth uh, was exponential. Uh, I got invited to a lot more radio stations and TV channels. Um, I can proudly say that, uh, that I have one of the most liked uh, Facebook pages in the world for chiropractic. I have about 17,000 followers. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's Campos Chiropractica. That's in Spanish. And, yeah. And we have, we have about 17,000 followers in our webpage, which I'm very proud. Uh, and, and it's all because of chiropractic. I mean, that's all we talk about. Like, we talk about the vitalistic point of view of chiropractic. And, and people are really fascinated by that. Um, something very personal that I can tell you, too, especially the last couple of months, is that... Um, it is always hard for chiropractors that, you know, when, when you cannot reach your own family. Yeah. And both of my parents right now are very sick, especially my mother. Uh, my mother, she took a medication that uh, hurt her kidneys. Yeah. She had a severe uh, fever plus kidney failures. And because of that, she got some brain damage right now. And, and she's now old. She's 77. And she kind of lost her mind. And yeah. And it's kind of sad to see that because uh, as long as I know my mother, she always thought that health or life comes from battle. You know, you got to take that pill to be healthy. You got to take that pill to, to be a better person. And it's, it is such a hard paradigm to break. I mean, yeah. we ha we're having this interview and then you turn the TV and you're going to have, especially in the U.S., a drug commercial, you know, and yeah. take this pill to, to feel happy or whatever. Um, so, so now I, I made it more of a mission more than ever uh, to, to teach people that, you know, health come from in, about down inside out. Uh, myself also, I changed a lot in the last couple of years. Uh, I used to be huge. I used to be like 260 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and what happened is uh, my brother passed away from colon cancer uh, oh, a year wow. ago. Uh, and he was huge when he was diagnosed too. So I was like, my goodness, you know, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. And plus, uh, you got to uh, walk the talk, you know what I mean? And, and if I'm teaching health, I cannot look unhealthy. So I decided to change that. And I feel one million bucks right now and definitely turn my life around. So I'm trying to lead by example too. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm a really good point in my life, uh, regarding the chiropractic because, uh, I'm loving it more than ever and, and I'm reflecting it to people more than ever, I think. Great. Now in the last 10 years of union practice, did you get to a point that you got burnt out? Cause a lot of chiropractors do kind of get burnt out or they kind of lose their, lose their way. Did you ever have an example of that? And uh, was that just before absolutely. you kind of turned your, turned your life around there? That was a few years ago. Is that, was that kind of correlated at all? Oh, no, absolutely. No, it happened even before. What happened is, you know, I, I fell in love with chiropractic and I wanted chiropractic to be in the entire country of Chile. So I had the great idea to open nine offices. And, <laughs> and the offices, yeah. And the offices were about, uh, you know, the, the, the office in the north from the office from the south. 
they were about a thousand miles away from each oh, other. Wow. So, so what happened is uh, I realized, number one, that uh, I'm not a business person. So I was really bad at managing those, and, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Um, and also, it was taking a lot of time from my personal life. You know, I, I was seeing my children very little, and I wasn't enjoying life as much as I wanted. Even though I love chiropractic, I was like, wow, you know, I do need some, some me time. So I talked to all the chiropractors working on those offices, and, and we parted ways. And I just kept my, my original office, the one that started it all, mm-hmm. in the southern part of Chile. And now this new one that uh, where I live right now in, in La Serena, which is you know a very nice, cute beach town. So I'm I'm really happy here right now. Was there a point where you said that's it? I have to change. Like, was there kind of a breaking point? Oh yeah, uh, it was a point when I was uh, <laughs> adjusting someone closing my eyes to palpate. I start, I started to fall asleep while I was palpating the person. <laughs> So, well, that's a good. That's a good tip for people out there. If you're gonna fall asleep with your palpating, you might yeah, and it happened more than often than you think. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm I'm draining way way too much energy, yeah. and and if you're gonna do something, be good at it. And and some people are great at managing, and and some of them actually they quit practicing and they they dedicate they, their their life to manage offices, right. and I really admire them. Myself, I love to adjust people. I truly love it. So so I was trying to do both. Yeah. And I was failing at both things. So, so after a while, I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not really a good manager. I, I left other people doing that. And, and I, I, only, I am just a chiropractor adjusting in my office. And, and going to the southern part of Chile to check on that office once a month and also to, to adjust the people I love there once a month too. Uh-huh. They went under wellness care. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now, um, as far as is kind of coming off adversity, um, have you ever got to a point where you kind of got like disillusioned with things and then, and what were kind of the, the steps that you did to kind of get back on track again or get off purpose? Uh, yeah, yeah. One, one of the saddest things, saddest thing that happened to me and, and it happens to some of the legends in the chiropractic profession. I'm not saying I'm an legend by any means, but it, it did happen to me. Um, I opened this really nice office in this town where I knew I wasn't welcome. And the office got broken into twice, completely trashed, and they did not steal anything. They just destroyed everything. Wow. So the people were sending messages. And you know what? I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to give up and I'm going to quit doing this. But at the same time, I was like, no, you know, people people deserve uh, chiropractic in their lives. And and I did not back down. So... Mm -hmm. I do not. I, I no longer have have that office anymore. But uh, there's a good chiropractor working in there, and and, and things are fine now. But um, yeah, I mean, when you're doing the right thing, mo- most of the time you're going to be persecuted yeah. because um, your agenda is not going to fit someone else's agenda. You know what I mean? So, right. so and, and and that's 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 human nature. Like yeah. uh, when, when you're going up, people either want to you know level up with you and and, and progress together. Or they just want to tear you down because no, you're out there. You need to be down here with me. Right. So, so yeah, that's definitely an adversity that I had to go through, but uh, I did not give up. I just kept going, and and I'm glad I did. Now, moving to the next phase of practice is kind of is leadership, and and now that you're kind of in a nice position where you you know you have one of the busiest practices in Chile, and uh, and and have you have you stepped into that leadership role? Well, it sounds like you already have because you've you've been you said you've got a group of about forty chiropractors there that are quite vitalistic. What are some of the things you've done as a leadership role to help chiropractic in Chile? 
Um, yeah, uh, one thing that I can tell you for sure is um, I've seen, maybe I'm wrong, but I've seen lots of people trying to, to, to become leaders in chiropractic, chiropractic profession, mm -hmm. but I noticed that it's about them. Right. Uh, I, can, I can see through that, and, and I do not follow that kind of leadership. Uh, but I also have seen amazing leaders that it's not about them, it's about the chiropractic profession. And I do follow them. So myself, I'm, I'm always on social media, posting things, and, and lots of things related to chiropractic, funny videos, educational videos, a lot of things. And because of that, lots of people follow me in, in Spanish, especially in Spanish. Um, right now, I just got invited to go to Mexico to, to speak in an auditorium to, I think it's going to be 150 to 200 uh, chiropractors from Mexico. Cool. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be in two weeks. Yeah. And then in about three weeks, I'll be also in Brazil uh, speaking uh, to over 150 chiropractors in, in Brazil. So I got into this leadership thing, not even trying. I swear to you. It's not like, you know, I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to be this awesome dude in the profession. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just, you know, I started talking chiropractic and doing the right thing. And, and also one thing that I do every day is... is I call it trained chiropractic. And what I do is I grab a book about chiropractic, I grab a video about chiropractic, and I dedicate about half an hour for the last 10 years uh, learning about chiropractic, you know, what, what it does to you, the effects in the brain, uh, subluxation theory, models of subluxation. And, and now I can totally speak with conviction. Like, I know what I'm talking about. Right. Um, and recently, I, I, I had a talk with uh, Dr. Cordero, the Brazilian Sherman. Yes. And, and, and he listened to one of my talks and, and he said, dude, I mean, this, this stuff's golden and, and you need to do it globally. So that's a challenge that he set for me. And, and I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it because um, what I can do for the profession is, is I can teach a lot of things. Uh, for example, like I said, like how, how I got to get uh, 17,000 followers on, on the social media. Yeah. Um, how I got to be able to be on TV and radio and all these places like without it pay, even paying a dime. Like I just got invited. Yeah. Um, I can definitely help people to, to either fall in love with chiropractic again or actually fall in love with chiropractic like I did because I graduated. And I, and, I, and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know Great. what I was doing. So if I can save someone from doing that and, and bring that person to prosperity, I'm in. I'm totally in. That's great. Now, we have, we have a, a contingent of students listening around the world. And, and I was wondering if you had any kind of words of wisdom for students out there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, please find a good mentor. Uh, in my case, it was mostly Dr. Sigafus, you know, reading his books and then listening to his, to his podcast. Um, but you got to find a good mentor. Go to, um, uh, I can tell you the story. It's really funny, actually. Yeah. Sad and funny. Um, <laughs> Those are the best. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, like I told you, I was completely broken at Palmer. So one way to make extra money, I started teaching Spanish to chiropractors. Uh, of course, I, was, I wasn't going to teach how to be fluent. But I bought a really nice book that is called Spanish for Chiropractors. It's, it's a really good book. Yeah. And I would teach people how to like, pronounce the questions, express the questions. So, so enough to get by. And I just you know, grabbed that book and grabbed my, my little program. And I visited over, I would say, over 70 practices in, in the Quad Cities. You know, Davenport, oh, cool. Bettendorf, yeah. Moline, and Rock Island. Yeah. And... 
I probably like, I don't know, quite a few of those offices were pretty empty, to be honest with you. Yeah. And when I opened the door, like people almost jump out of joy. It's like, oh, a customer. <laughs> so I, I would walk in and, I, and I'd say, hey, I'm a chiropractor student and I'm doing this. And they'd be like super pissed off. It's like, no, 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 we're not sure. Go away. You know? And then I also visited some really, really packed offices, you know, filled with people and, and chiropractors having fun. And I couldn't believe that, you know, two blocks down, down the road, there was an empty office. And this guy over here, it was completely full. So, so, so I went back. I went back later and I started paying attention. And, and I'm not trying to offend anybody, but, but um, what I noticed, like the empty offices, they had all this stuff, you know, like uh, colon cleansing, acupuncture, <laughs> lasers, and, and all, all these shabam things. And the offices that were actually full were principal office, principal chiropractic offices. And, and, and also the chiropractors that, uh, they were super busy, but they still took the time to talk to me. And Great. they were extremely kind and, and graceful. Well, these guys, they're, they're, they were empty, not all of them, but most of them were extremely rude. So, yeah. so you, you really attract that. Like, um, you can either attract your own misery or, or, or your own wellness, for sure, your own wealth. Um, so that's a piece of advice that, that I give to people is like, there's nothing wrong with being good at, uh, at what you do. Uh, one thing, um, close to where I live, there's a little store that the guys, they, uh, they call it empanadas, which is like this really yummy fried dough with cheese inside. So, <laughs> okay. so, so, so these guys, they only sell this, this dough with cheese inside and papaya juice that they also make themselves. Nothing else, nothing else. And that place is always packed, always packed because the, the quality of cheese that they have is amazing and the empanada is amazing and the juice is amazing. So they only sell two products and you had to wait in line to get those two products. So, <laughs> That's awesome. so, people, some, so some people are like, oh no, I gotta have more stuff in my office. I gotta offer my, but believe me, if you do it very well, people are gonna line up. Right. People are going to line up. So that's what I learned from, from the cheese empanada store close to my house. <laughs> well, that's always, we can learn from it. Again, you can learn from successful people in all the different parts of life, right? So that's, that's absolutely. Um, now, I, I just like this question because it's kind of fun. Uh, if you could zoom back and uh, go back in time, like I was called the Terminator question, fly back in town, time and talk to yourself right when you've graduated from uh, Palmer. And, mm -hmm. and you, you had like, you were able to have a five minute, five to 10 minute conversation with yourself. What, and, and you're almost like mentoring yourself, like kind of like you're being a dad to yourself. What, what, what kind of advice would you give your younger self when you graduated? Uh, number one, absolutely is, um, I would, you know, sit with myself and, and learn again, the philosophy of chiropractic, because when you're going through school, you want to pass your boards, you want to pass your science exams. And you kind of just don't care about the philosophy of chiropractic. It's just a class that, I'm sorry to say, but it's a class that you just go there, sit there, and study for something else while in class sometimes. Great. So, so I would be like, dude, you got to pay attention to that because that's, that's the base of what we do. That's the purpose of what we do it. So definitely I would, I would go back and, and, and reteach myself the philosophy of chiropractic. That, uh, I got it. I learned it, but I didn't pay attention to it because, you know, like I said, I got to pass my boards and I got to pass all this CC stuff, but I definitely left behind what was more the most important part. And, and also, uh, I would have 
find a mentor while I was a student. I did not have a mentor when, when I was a student. Yeah. And, I, and I wish I did because uh, I would have left school. Like I would have started, I wasted about a year suffering, you know, wearing my white coat and barely <laughs> crying, crying, like not being able to eat food. I was like, that. exactly. How am I going to pay for, for rent and all this stuff? Yeah. Uh, I wasted about a year like that. So I don't want anybody to, to go through that. Cool. That's really, really good advice for those out there. Now, just in closing that we've already kind of zoomed through our time. Um, I was like the last few minutes just to share uh, any words of wisdom with people out there. This is the underdog nation people out there. They either feel like they're an underdog or they are an underdog or they, or they've been a little bit burnt out or we're just, they're driving to work, just looking for a little inspiration. What kind of parting words would you like to leave the people out there? With? Well, I was talking to this with one of my mentors now, Dr. Cordero. And he told me that he always got about half an hour before he started his shift at the office. And he will, he will walk by the adjusting rooms, touch the tables, do like a little air adjustment, and just think that that office was full of, it was gonna be full of people, that that office was going to be thriving. And, and just by doing that, he, he literally started attracting a lot of people because you just fill yourself with that energy. Uh, I do believe that too. I do believe that uh, if you think prosperity, uh, you're going to have prosperity. I, I suggest, you know, don't start your day with, even though we're doing it right now, social media. Yeah. Don't start, don't start your day with social media. You know, like you set your alarm with your, with your cell phone and then you, you know, close the alarm and then look at Facebook and you're like, oh, look at these guys on vacation right now. Or, <laughs> or look at this dude. He has such a nice office and mine's not as nice. Uh, and just start with envy and, and not being grateful. Uh, and I think starting your day with gratitude and, and, and thinking about prosperity, it totally changed the game. Totally, totally changed the game. So, so if, you're, if you're going through a hard time, if you're, you know, uh, thinking even about quitting, just don't, you know, just don't. Just, just rethink about what you're doing. Uh, start seeing life with, with gratitude and, and look at the problem you're having as a opportunity to grow instead of, you know, just a punishment or, or a problem. And, and you are going to see how things change. It, it's amazing. Uh, I've been through that many times that, you know, I'm like, oh man, what I'm going to do? And things are not going very well. But it's just, you know, you got to be tested in life. You got to be tested. It's a test of your character. And once you go through that, growth comes. Um, one of the things that I love and, and probably we'll close with this, is um, brainwaves. Uh, for example, when you're paying attention to someone, you're using your, your beta uh, brainwaves, and those, if I'm not wrong, those are about uh, 20 to 50 uh, megahertz. Mm -hmm. uh, hertz, sorry. Um, and if you start paying attention and, and concentrate and, and even getting stressed out, you can go up to 100 hertz. But you know what happened when, when, after you go over 150, 200 hertz, you switch from stress to happiness. Like when, when, when they have measured brain waves, uh, people, they're, they're like, like super excited. They just won the game. They are just extremely happy and grateful. Yeah. They go about 400, 400 hertz. So, so stress in your life and your practices like that, you know, you're like that rocket that is about to take off and it's like, you know, the engine is running and it's like really stressed out. And then it just gets to the point that it breaks the law of gravity and boom, Great. you go up. So if you're going to, through stress right now, you're just a few hertz away 
from you know taking off and, and finding your goal, reaching your goal and, and, and finding the happiness you're looking for. So don't give up, don't give up. This profession is amazing and, and, and you can do much better. That's awesome. Well, well, thank you so much, Jorge, for, for joining me on the podcast, representing Chile around the world. Oh, actually, one last thing I just want to say, because we talked about this in the pre-call talk, is that you're talking about you need more chiropractors down there. So maybe just in the last little bit here, talk about like if anyone was interested in practicing Chile. Um, yeah, if anybody, uh, I'm not hiring by any means. Um, <laughs> but, no, I'm serious because... Uh, no, I'm, no, I'm not a manager. <laughs> I'm not a manager. So I'm not hiring by any means. But if you want to, you know, take a chance and, and, and be part of this adventure, I can definitely help you out, tell you what you need to do, how to do it, so so you can, you know, be safe in this country. Um, it's, if, you, if you look at the economy, it, right now, Chile is the safest country in South America. Uh, it has a solid economy. We're not going through any weird dictatorship or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so it's a good and safe place to, to practice. So m maybe if you're a student and you're thinking about going abroad and, and, and going somewhere in the world, maybe not might not be a bad idea to consider uh, this country because we definitely need more hands. Even though we have a Chilean program and, and, it's, and there are people graduated from, from that program, it's still, you know, like if you count the, those chiropractors, about, it's about 140 of them plus 12 of us. That's about like 160 plus for 21 million people right now wow so, so that's not enough hands that's not oh. enough hands so, so anywhere you go here if you do things right you're gonna be a busy person for sure right and if people want to get hold of you what's the best way to get hold of you um mostly through through facebook just look me up jorge campos um and yeah i, I always reply to messages i might i may not do it right away but i will reply so absolutely that's great okay well thanks so much for being on the podcast really appreciate it Hey, my pleasure. I'm honored. Thank you. <laughs> so everybody out there, we, we covered some cool stuff. Get, get inspired. Fall in love with chiropractic. And I love that analogy of taking off like when you're in stress and you're just about to break the law of gravity and take off. So hang in there. And until next time, get out there and crush the curse. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you receive value from this episode, please take some time to rate and review us on iTunes or your favorite place to listen to podcasts. If you know a fellow chiropractor that could benefit from this message, please share it with them. Because it's my goal to provide you with great content, please contact me if you have any questions at drdonmcdonald.com or find me on Facebook. I look forward to hearing from you. So until next time, Dr. Don out.